listener-driven Jazz 88. Having a discussion this morning on native and indigenous plants that you'll find in Minnesota and at Minneapolis Public Schools, we're joined by Divine Islam School Gardener. She manages the education farm and over 40 gardens throughout Minneapolis Public Schools and science teacher from Roosevelt High School, Shannon Nordby. Thanks so much for being here this morning. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure. Divine, what are some plants we would see in the Twin Cities that are native to the area? And what about on the campuses of Minneapolis Public Schools? Some are native to the land and some may not be. And so I just want to clarify that. And then also there's another layer, right, that some people, specifically Indigenous people, have particular plants that have specific meaning to them. I just want to make it clear that there are medicinal plants, native plants, indigenous plants. They all have a correlation to each other. And just being mindful of that, I think, is important. Thanks for making that point. Are there some that we should be looking for in our neighborhoods? What are some of your favorites? Echinacea, also known as coneflower. It has a purple flower. It's very beautiful. You can see it in various parts of the city, prairies, at schools, um, and is usually used as a medicinal tea. Echinacea has a number of different specific uses, and it is native to North America. They were used by the Native Americans of the Great Plains region for traditional medicine. It has medicinally been used to treat infections and wounds, as well as support the immune system. Shannon, do you have any favorites that you want to add? Yes, I am so glad that you asked because one of my favorites is overlooked all the time. We are talking about white cedar. Okay. White cedar is a native plant of Minnesota used everywhere by native people. I use it. I make tea out of it. It's very, very strong. You really have to know how to make it so that you don't hurt yourself because that's how strong it is. COVID first started happening. I made some cedar tea right away and we have it all over, all over Minneapolis, all over Minnesota. Lots of people call them Arbor Vita, Okay, that's white cedar. That is a beloved plant by native people. And then what about some plants we'd specifically find at Minneapolis public schools? Um, I can talk about Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Roosevelt, we have a lot of native plants. So, of course, we do have cedar. We have a huge, like a huge pillow of sage plants growing. We have columbine. We have sunchoke. Now, sunchoke is a native plant, and it's a tuber, and we have a lot of them. They grow really easily. We have not harvested and eaten them yet. I'm a little bit nervous because they give you gas. So I'm got to get over my nervousness on that one. What's a tuber? A potato is like a tuber. It grows underground. So it's a okay. part of the root structure. And then what about maintenance? What kind of care do we need to give to plants that are native to the area? Plants that are native to the area always need lots of care. Plants need our love because they do heal us, right? So we got to give all of our energy and love to making sure that they are also taken care of. They grow more readily here. For example, yeah. like what should you be doing on a regular basis? Natives, they are usually perennials. So they'll come back every year. You don't have to be as worried about them. I just think that they need love and some cultivation, making sure that they're in the areas that you specifically want. You know, it can go wild, you know, so it's really up to you what you want your garden to look like. It's really up to you. Shannon, can you tell us about the classes at Roosevelt and kind of the things that the students have access to and what they take home with them? Sure. So I've been teaching at Roosevelt. This is my fifth year teaching the Roosevelt Urban Farming class. We're also called Ecology of Minnesota. In our school, we have aquaponics, hydroponics. We have pollinator gardens. We have a whole kitchen garden. We have an outdoor greenhouse and we have raised beds. And then, of course, we also have just various areas of the campus that we have native, native plants at. And we take care of all of them. So 
it's really great for students because it's a different kind of learning. They get to go outside, they get to do some holistic participation with taking care of the plants or fish or even mm-hmm. worms. We have worms here and students learn how to how to grow food. And then this is just for MPS employees. But Divine, do you want to mention the network event coming up tomorrow night? Yeah. So Tuesday, June 7th from 6 to 7 p.m. at Roosevelt High School, there will be an Indigenous at MPS networking event for MPS staff who would like to get a better understanding of those three differences around Indigenous plants, Native plants, and medicinal plants, as well as getting some of their very own to plant at their own school gardens. Divine and Shannon, anything else that either of you would like to add? I would just love to add that we are here in Minneapolis on stolen land, and it's important to give respects to Dakota people whose land is occupied here. A very important acknowledgement. Thank you for that reminder. Shannon Nordby, science teacher at Roosevelt High School in Minneapolis, and Divine Islam, school gardener managing the education farm, supporting over 40 schools throughout MPS. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you.